Hey everyone, it's Salman Qureshi. You're listening to the Expat Rap Podcast, and I hope you're having a great summer. It's uh, it's June, end of June. It's Eid holidays and Eid Mubarak in advance. Obviously, to all my fans and listeners and friends and family who are listening to this, um, I hope you have a great big long weekend. It's great out here in the in Dubai. We're basically off all week. So it's been, uh, uh, if you don't count Monday, which they should have just given off, right? Uh, after last weekend till the next weekend, that's, uh, that's almost like nine, 10 days in a row leading right into summer. So I think a lot of people here will probably have flown off. Uh, and, uh, the joys of that is that in Dubai, it means a lot less traffic. You know, it's a place heavy with expats. And so, I kind of, that's the only thing I like about summer in, in general. I think I have something called summer depression. I don't know if that's a real thing or we've just found new ways to label everything we hate as a, uh, as, as like a disease. <laughs> so I want to, I have summer depression. I'm going with that. And it, and it's great because what ends up happening is that now that I know it happens to me, I kind of mentally prepare for it and I know what it is and you know it really is I get a real downer I think it's possibly because when you have to have summer out here in in this part of the world the Middle East which is bizarre that's a whole different thing why is this called the Middle East we're just Asia right it's just part of Asia isn't it it's not Africa it's not Europe it's Asia Unless Asia and Europe are really the same continent. I don't know. I forget my geography now. But the Middle East is just a funny name for this part of uh, of the world. Um, but it's hot here. I'll agree with that with all the scientists and everything. And, and so you got to stay indoors, man. And this, this really, it feels like you're being locked up. I like nature. I like being able to walk outside. And all you have in the summer here is expensive indoor stuff to do which I don't even love, or water parks. And then there's the beach, which is uh, crazy. <laughs> I don't understand people going to the beach in 40-plus degrees, man. It's not just it's not just the sun burning you into a crisp. Even the water feels like it's boiling. So it's, it's a choice between baking yourself or boiling yourself. And I don't know if that's much of a... And on the way... If you happen to take off your flip-flops, then you'll also fry your legs on the hot sand as you walk by. It doesn't, nothing about that sounds appealing to me, right? Like nothing. I have no reason to go to a beach in the summer here unless I want to be toast. I want to feel bad about myself. I want to have hot sand all over me. Maybe it's, maybe some kind of thing that helps your uh, skin. If it's that, maybe, yes, but I don't need a tan. I don't need a tan, people. Uh, I got a natural built-in tan, one of those things. So it's kind of cool. I I can't, I you know, I, I'd go for the ice cream. But you know what? Baskin Robbins and every other American franchise is in every little corner in Dubai that it's insane. You can't step out without these American fast food chains just in your face. Like right in your face. Like my neighborhood has... A KFC and a Hardee's and a Baskin's like in a few minutes uh, uh, of walking from my place, right? Uh, I go a little further down to where my sister is. They have five Starbucks 
just Starbucks, five of them in that one neighborhood. It's insane here, right? So I don't need to go to the beach to have ice cream or food or whatever I wanted to do. Um, and that makes me just go, what do you do? You want to do what every smart expat does, which is they fly out for the summer. All right. They go away and they leave this hotness behind and then they come back and they go, Dubai is such a great place to live, which it is. I'm not disputing that. It is very hot in the summer. And the more I hear about places in the world getting hotter and hotter, it scares me because... This is one of the few places for now, for now, that you can afford to have your aircon on all day, all right? And, and, and the bill is high, but it's kind of like affordable. And not that you have a choice anyway. What are you going to do? <laughs> but I'm worried this will attract more and more people as they are coming in anyway because they'll go, hey, it's too hot to live in London. Like right now, I'm hearing stuff about the UK being so hot and it's 30, 35 degrees, which isn't hot. It's going to get hotter if this climate change stuff keeps going on and humans don't learn anything and stop doing our shit. But that's a whole different story. But we're going to keep doing it. It's going to get hotter. And places like the UK, especially London and these places, they're not built with air conditioners and their houses are built to keep the heat in. So it's like you're baking in there. It's like Dubai, but indoors. <laughs> And so these people are going to more and more. They're going to come out, man. And they think it's nice out here. And they know it now. And uh, why am I depressing myself about it? See, it's the summer depression kicking in. And I'm, I'm just, I can't help thinking down those lines, you know. And I, and I thought I'd do something fun. So Zayan's off. My four-year-old, he's off. And uh, he's got a week off from school. And then he only has another week before he's off again. And then he's got a couple of weeks before he flies off with his mom to Scotland and London. And, and hopefully he'll have a great time there. But in the meantime, as a good father, I decided I'm going to take him swimming. And I thought that'd be a nice thing to do. And I go there. And uh, it's so, like, it, it was perfect. I thought it was perfect because it was hot outside. But the water was just on slightly on the cooler side. The pool was empty. Maybe it was like a, right at like 11, 11.30. So it was like right peak hot time. But it was a weekend and no one was there. And I thought, great, Zan and I can just have a chilled out time out here. Two minutes into the pool, he doesn't like the water temperature, comes out, decides I don't want to swim anymore. I took longer to change him, to get him to the pool and then shower him after and dress him back up and take him to my sister's place, which was the plan for lunch. All of that took more time than we actually spent in the pool. So I didn't get any exercise either. And he just, you know, he was just in a bad mood because I took him there. Now, just for context, he's, he's on the autism uh, spectrum as well. So he has very, and this is the hard bit, man. He's got very specific needs. When he, like, he's generally, actually, he's generally a really good kid. But there are certain things he wants at exactly, like, perfect like you know he will not tolerate a little bit of colder water he will not tolerate certain foods and so temperatures or shorts or the touch of some t-shirts so he's very specific about certain things and I really should give him leeway because he he does you know he's he's good about it he's a good kid um, but every so often he surprises me with these things like the pool and then I'm just like oh my god 
just wasted a whole day, you know. And I think regardless of his uh, uh, differences, I think kids can be like that. It's a general parenting thing. You try to do something for your kids and they have no idea how much you, you know, like put aside to give them a happy life. And then they just, you know, they should know. They should, I should record all of this. Maybe that's why I'm recording this. This isn't for you listeners. This is for me, for him to listen to it later so that I can remind him, this is what I sacrificed for you, you know, and my parents, I feel bad for them. They sacrifice a lot more, but they didn't record it. So it's their fault. I don't care if they didn't have the right technology to do it easily, but I don't know what they sacrificed. My kid, he knows exactly. He will know every little thing I sacrifice for him so that when he's a little snot, when he's grown up and he tells me, yeah, what do you do for me? I'll play this stuff. And he'd be like, listen, this is, I preempted this stuff. Your dad's a smart guy. Maybe not smart. Maybe he's just petty. But your dad, he d just listened to this stuff. Cool. So that's that's my life with him. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, because he's not, now I have to find this pool where the water's just right for him. So I'm going to have to maybe pay for one of these indoor pool areas to, to, to do this, right? <laughs> Which is really annoying because one of the hardest things out here as a parent is is – in the summer, uh, Zayan loves going to the park. He's an active kid. He's a boy. I don't know if they have more energy, if it's a myth or whatever. I don't know. My kid has a lot of energy. The nights, the days, he doesn't do enough to burn off the energy. He's up till late. And so just for my own sanity as well, I need to do things with him to keep him active and have fun with him so that at the end, he goes to bed. <laughs> That's every parent's reality, all right? You go day by day, you wanna do enough with him so that they're tired and they go to sleep. So you have an hour in the night just for yourself, just an hour to just watch some bad TV and just rest and think about your life and think about the fact that it's gonna happen all over again tomorrow, okay? so But you need that hour. All right, you need that hour, and I and I I don't get it on the days. And now I'm running out of things for him to do out here because, you know, how many times will you take him to one of these expensive water parks? How many uh, of these overpriced uh, leisure parks for kids will you take him to? And you know what? Maybe part of me would just pay it as well and do it. Except he doesn't love those things. He doesn't like the indoor mall. Um, uh, play areas like Magic Planet and all that stuff. He just doesn't like, he's not really into it. So now I've got very little maneuvering space to to do things with him. All right. This is, it's just two weeks. Then he'll be on holiday and he'll be all right, Salman. Everything will be okay. All right. <laughs> the summer is a crazy time. Okay. I, I don't, I don't understand people who love it. Maybe if you live in Canada, uh, right? Like really up north. And even those people in a couple of years, like I said, with global warming and stuff, they're not going to love it anymore either. Yeah, everyone's going to hate summer. Everyone will have summer depression. And then I'll be called uh, normal. All right. So and, and wise. <laughs> I don't know why wise, but wise. And so it's because we do dumb things. The summer... This is dumb. People go to, like I said, go to the beach, walk on the hot sand. What else? People want to barbecue. You can't barbecue in this heat here. Not out here. Unless you get like 10 air cons 
outside. Like, you know, that's what if you the closest you can have to an outdoor experience here now and, and not like be all sweaty and stuff is to go to a shisha place where they have these outdoor areas, which are great during the rest of the year. But during summer and the hot months, they, they have these large tents that are air conditioned and you have this illusion that you're sitting outside, but really you're indoors. Um, and that's your, and now you're inhaling probably much more secondhand smoke than you would if it was completely outdoors. And that's it. That's your outdoor bit. Or if you're really brave, really into it, then you have to get up at like 4 or 5 a.m. and do something like hiking or cycling outdoors at that time or jogging, whatever it is that you do. Um, I'm going to hit the gym more. <laughs> I like saying that just out loud, just, you know, just to make us laugh. Uh, but it's there. The intention's there. And maybe it won't happen. I don't know. Uh, but but that's, that's your option. So who wants to get up that early? And then at some point, around july and august it gets humid on top of the heat so even if you go at 5 6 a.m you're you're cycling through sweat <laughs> it's sweat in the air and you're riding through it and the sweat is it's not you're not perspiring you're not just perspiring this the earth is sweating the world is sweating and so you're 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 cycling through the sweat and it's clinging on to your face and your body and so it's inside sweat and outside sweat all combining and I, and I think I speak for most people when I say it's not pleasant <laughs> it's just it's terrible and um, and I'm going to use all of this as an excuse to eat more ice cream the one thing that I am looking forward to are the movies there's uh, I there's one movie I'm not uh, Oppenheimer Oppen, is that how you pronounce it I, you know, I'm just done with World War movies. Just enough of them. Like, I love history of, and especially of World War II. It's very interesting. I'm also tired of the number of movies made on it, man. Really, honestly, I'm done. Uh, I'm looking forward to Barbie. <laughs> I like the fact that they used so much pink on the movie sets that there was a, apparently there was like a shortage of pink in the world because of this movie, which is crazy. Um, and, uh, but I like it. I like that. I liked the trailer. I think it'll be a fun movie to watch. So I'm looking forward to that. And obviously, Mission Impossible. I mean, oh, Tom Cruise, man. I can't wait for that. That that is the movie I've been waiting for ages. That's the one I'm definitely, definitely going to the cinema to watch. And it's the one that I'll, uh, yeah, I'm most excited about. So that that's the bright spot in the summer. Uh, go there, watch that in the cinema, watch Tom Cruise do his thing, go crazy and just watch him and go, Hey, I would love to be like him at his age, but, uh, I'm so far away from being anything like him. Uh, <laughs> and he, he has money. All right. He probably, he probably has like, I don't know, like millions of dollars spent on just regenerating his DNA and everything looks good then. And, and I don't know. I think he's just too far ahead of everybody else. So, I, 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 yeah, don't compare yourself to him. I have been watching some good TV stuff, and you gotta, you gotta take note of these. All right, I'm gonna tell you some stuff you can watch if you're stuck like me, uh, doing watching a lot more TV indoors. Then watch from two seasons uh, have completed. Last night I watched season two's, uh, yeah, season two's finale. The series is great. It's fun. It's it keeps you on your toes. Uh, loved it. It's on OSN if you're living in the Middle East. 
hack it if you're living somewhere else. But it's definitely something that's not being talked about enough. It's such a cool show. Creepy, scary, um, fun. All right. So from that's the name of the TV show. The cast is good, but no notable name, uh, which is, again, refreshing. So I like it. It's uh, and I've talked about it in my previous episodes as well. So I won't go into the premise, but that's definitely something on your radar. Uh, I finished with my wife. We watched. uh, Oh, my God. Black Mirror was horrible. I did not like a single episode. None of them felt like they were Black Mirror-ish, if you know what I mean. So they just kind of felt it felt disappointing listening to them and uh, watching them. And um, yeah, something broke. Maybe it's just TV has evolved over the last four or five years to be so crazy and dark and similar type of things have just, you know, we've just been shocked so much that this just feels normal now. Maybe it's that. I just think it wasn't great. Um, so... You could give it a skip. I know most people still give it a go, but I really, really was disappointed big time with Black Mirror. Um, the other stuff I've... Oh, Will Trent is on Disney. And uh, I don't know if what I just watched was the season finale or there are more episodes, but I just finished episode 13 of season one. And I think in the States it's already been out, but they're releasing it weekly here. I, I got to look it up. But it's a fun show again. Well done. The cast is great. Uh, main guy's stories it's very sad but because the show is a police show it's also exciting at times solving crime blah 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 um i like it i i I like the show another one i'd recommend completely uh sarah and i watched based on a true story uh pretty decent quite funny that's another one you can you can have a go at i think uh that was a, a short series it was fun uh interesting premise as well uh, and, and again, like the, uh, the 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 cast was good. I thought the guy playing the serial killer is not a shock or surprise. He he's really good in the show as well, as well as the main couple. So so that's another good one. What else have I? You can you can see how much TV I've been watching again. I just finished Jack Ryan uh, season three, and season four is coming out in a week, which is exciting. I had just not caught up to season three just yet, and the day I watched the finale of season three. This is an interesting bit. The same day that Russian thing happened, the uh, the whole, uh, you know, the armed rebellion and stuff. And it was interesting because season three is about Russia and a coup. And uh, I, I honestly, I, I did not time it. I watched that episode and then I switched on the news and I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> art imitating life, life imitating art. Oh, wow. That was nuts for me. Uh, it was kind of cool and exciting. Both kind of had a happy ending, I guess, in some ways. So, depending if you like Putin or not, what would have happened if that other guy had taken over? I don't know much about Russian history, but I assume, I mean, these politics, I don't know who would have been far worse for the Russian people. That's uh, that's interesting. I'd love to, if you're Russian and you're listening to this, I'd love to know your viewpoint on it. Not that I do a lot of political stuff on, on my podcast. This is more of a social, economic question. Like, what would be the impact of one of the two? Obviously, in the short term, all of it would be bad because civil war, <laughs> when has that ever helped uh, the, the average person? Uh, but I'd love to know. And, uh, oh, I am playing. Here's one thing I'm looking for. I am finally finalizing a venue in Karachi. Rushdie and I are traveling there for a show. It's part of our rest of the world tour that we're finalizing dates in a lot of places but Karachi is looking good in August and I'm super excited about that one because we're taking our stand-up and some improv 
bits over. And uh, we're also looking to take a couple of acts from Dubai um, and see how it does there. So that is something that's really got me going. Um, so, like I said, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to seeing uh, how we do there. And then because that will also kick off a few other venues we're looking at, we're, you know, we're, we're finalizing venues and dates in Saudi and Lebanon and uh, even Europe and the States. So over the course of the next six months, so I'm, I'm, those are some things I'm really excited. Those are the projects I'm really excited to travel and do our tour and show and, and develop it a bit more because um, one of the reasons I want to travel more is to widen my uh, exposure of my own comedy and challenge myself to write to a even broader audience. I think that that's something that uh, is like this challenge I want to overcome. And uh, I've been kind of shying away from it for too long. So so I'm finally doing that. And I'm glad it's going to be mostly with Rushdie, who's my comedy partner in crime, I guess. Uh, I love performing with him. I love watching him. The guy's great. If you don't know who he is, uh, if you're a listener outside, look him up on uh, on Instagram. He's Rushdie Rafiq, uh, great comic, rising star, one of the funniest people in the Middle East. So uh, big shout out to my man. And uh, yeah, so we're we're going to be out and about, guys. Uh, if you have a place, if you're listening and you have a place you want us to come to, uh, drop me a comment or a message on Instagram as well or on the wherever, wherever you're listening to this. Um, I'm on at SalmanZQ or Expat Brat Podcast, both on Instagram. If you drop it, I'll have a look at it, and I, I want to add that to my wish list, people. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of it, man. I'm bummed out about summer mostly. It's, uh, you know, my complaints now. There's um, there's a lot going on right now, but mid to end July, it's going to slow down as well. So uh, I think uh, it does mean the good news, I'll be podcasting more. So if you are listening to this, then great. Uh, keep listening and uh, share it, of course, as well. And and tell me what you want to talk about, all right? Um, I'm, I think, guys, I think I'm done. I have, uh, I have to go bag Zan's finishing up some stuff I got to go pick him up and uh, be a dad again and, uh, and and get some food and do all the boring stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's true, people. I'm a normal human being like the rest of you. <laughs> all right. This was fun. Thank you for listening. Remember, make sure you share this episode, leave a comment, uh, send me some feedback, show some love. Uh, all of that helps for me to keep this uh, podcast going. And I love uh, getting ideas from you guys as well. So take care. Enjoy your summer if you're traveling. Uh, if you've got kids, good luck on the flights because, oh my God, yes, uh, we don't have to talk about it. Uh, all right. That's enough from me. Take care. Goodbye. Or as the dog would say, woof.